Welcome to Biohacking with Brittany. I am so excited that you are joining me this week. I took a brief break last week. I was sick and how do I say this? Uh, <laughs> a certain virus that's going around, I guess we can say. And yeah, I actually got really sick from it. So I needed some time to heal. I needed some time off work. And yeah, even though I am somebody who is really healthy and tries to be really healthy every single day and make the best decisions, I still do get sick and I still do feel certain viruses that are going around. And it's interesting, you know, I actually haven't, I haven't been sick aside from this said pandemic slash virus that's happening in like years. Like the only time I have been sick is, has been from this thing. I don't get the flu. I don't get common colds. I don't get like anything like that. And I, I do think that is in relation to having like a strong immune system, but this definitely took me out last week and I had quite intense, I would say symptoms. So I had a fever. I had like full body aches. So like all of my muscles were sore and I, yeah, I was actually in a lot of like physical pain, very achy, a lot of phlegm and like inability to breathe. All of that uh, felt really weak. Like everything like slowed down, everything slowed down last week. And so I, I just needed a break, but finally I'm better this week back at it at you know, getting up 5 a.m. routine, gym, walk outside, sunshine, nature, biohacking, everything. So feeling, feeling much, much better. Yeah. And so this week is the podcast episode all about microdosing, psilocybin, LSD, mushrooms, etc. Every month I'm trying to bring a episode out that focuses on how we can use plant medicine like this in a different way, featuring a different guest and their experience. And honestly, it's different for everybody. Like everybody has such a unique experience when using products like this or plants like this. And it's really interesting. Like this episode, we talked a lot about plant medicine and sports and like performance, which is something that I would never think of. Like I would never think to like microdose LSD before a workout. Like that would never ever cross my mind, you know? So it was really cool to just learn about that. And we also talked a lot about the healing journey that comes from it. And yeah, it's interesting. Sean has a lot of experience and he brings a lot of expertise to this area and this space. And he actually lives pretty close to me. So maybe I'll meet him soon. I'm talking to, I mean, this is kind of a sneak peek, I guess, but I am in the talks with the company that I'm working with called Microsybin. And we've started talking about retreats and what that could look like. And you know, I don't know. I mean, I think, I don't think it's going to be 2022, but maybe next year and starting to create more of a safe space, especially for females who want to try different plant medicine and experiments. And yeah, talking about like, what would a retreat in Costa Rica look like for women, like a healing, plant medicine focused retreat. Like I think that would be beautiful and really healing for a lot of people, including myself and obviously make it like a very safe space. And there'd be so much thought and intention and work that would go behind creating something like that because it would attract a certain type of person and you would want that person to feel fully comfortable. So uh, it's just something I've been thinking about and chatting with uh, Microsybin about. So we'll see what comes from that. And as always, a quick shout out to my sponsors for this week. First and foremost, Vahala Vitality. I actually just did a post on their product today. They create really cool biohacking supplements and they do a lot of like NMN, longevity supplements, but also microdosing with something called THCV, which is a minor cannabinoid, which I love to use when I fast because it suppresses your appetite and it helps with weight management, controlling weight, prediabetes, di diabetes, 
all sorts of things like that. So that is one of my favorite products by them. When I do intermittent fasting or just like a longer fast, I always take that product. It's called Hypovar. You can find it on their website. It'll be linked in the show notes. And you obviously I have a discount code Biohacking Brittany in all capitals if you're interested in trying it. A shout out to Biooptimizers. They make fantastic magnesium products. This is probably the best magnesium that's on the market. It's a blend of seven different types of magnesium. Everybody talks about it. I hear it on every podcast. And I take two at night to help with stress, sleep, and also bowel movements the next day because it just kind of gets everything moving. And you know, I actually just had my blood tested and my magnesium levels were okay, but I think they could have been a bit higher. Like I'm in the normal range, but I, I wonder if I'm actually not in the optimal range. So it's very easy to get depleted with magnesium because it's not rich in our food anymore. We use it in so many different chemical processes in the body. So it gets used up very quickly And there's like a lot of different things that deplete it, like stress and alcohol, not getting enough sleep, all sorts of things, junk food, different drugs, lots of different things. So it's one of the, it's probably one of the most important minerals I would say that we should all be taking. And if you are somebody who's a little stressed out, who's a little go to go or yeah, one of my trying to say who is always on the go, magnesium should definitely be in your stack. So check it out, Biooptimizers, uh, Biohacking Brittany again for the discount code. And I hope you enjoy this episode about microdosing. Again, if you have questions about this stuff, send me a message on Instagram and let's chat. I have had a lot of healing that has come from plant medicine and healing that I didn't really know I needed, which has been really interesting. So yeah, I... And I do need to do a podcast episode on it, but it's quite heavy. So I don't know if it's like something to share on a podcast. We'll see. But it has been very profound for me and it is for a lot of people. So if you're one of those people who's interested, message me and I will help you out. And I hope you enjoy this episode. I will catch you next week. Welcome to Biohacking with Brittany. I am so excited that you are joining this week. This is another episode that really focuses on people's personal journeys with plant medicine, whether that is mushrooms or my, my, my gosh, microcybin, ayahuasca or LSD or anything like that. And kind of just how it's helped people heal and what they've learned from their, themselves and learned from others by using plant medicine. So today is right up the alley with all of that. And I have Sean Pierce on the podcast. So Sean, welcome. Thank you very much, Brittany. It's good to be here. Yeah, I'm excited to have you. I I know you're an athlete and a movement coach and personal trainer. So what was kind of like, how did you kind of get into the world of microdosing and plant medicine if you know you've been so focused on movement for so many years? Mm, yeah, good question. And so I have been an athlete all of my life. And it wasn't up until two years ago where Michael, he's a yoga instructor, also works with microcybin. I met him at a yoga class and it was perfect timing, perfect alignment. I started my yoga journey, which took me on this whole flow oriented approach towards movement, which is what I've been specializing in the last year and a bit. And he introduced me to the Genesis. So the flagship mushroom product. And that first experience mixed with yoga, I think was a perfect fit. And the connection to the body and everything was just enhanced. And so that for me was a big turning point of how I approached movement from there. And so the mushrooms offered a lot, as I'm sure we'll get into today, my personal experience. And uh, it all started about two years ago with yoga and the mushrooms. Yeah. So are you still currently using and like taking mushrooms while you do yoga? Like, are you combining those practices? And so I don't do yoga at the moment. I have done the mushrooms with my current practices right now, but I actually have preferred the LSD, the flow product, and I've explored both of them. 
And for me, currently, what's been very interesting is the LSD flow mixed with using the mace and the kettlebell, which are my tools, movement and expression, which I coach with. And I can explain a little bit more maybe later on on what that entails for the listener. And it's been very interesting. And I've been using the mushrooms also in therapy. I have a somatic psychotherapist that I've been seeing recently. I know you actually on the podcast with Jason mentioned uh, that as well. And I'm very curious in your experience. And so the mushrooms I have found to be very interestingly related to exploring the inner realms of feeling and this emotional sensitivity. And the LSD has a little synopsis right now within my movement practice. It's almost much more energetic. And I'm able to really tune into the mechanics and the nuances of moving and feeling. And so both have a very unique, beautiful place. Yeah, totally. Yeah, it's been interesting combining therapy and, you know, psilocybin. And I don't necessarily take psilocybin while I'm in therapy. It's more of, I would just say like the repetitive uses of both approaches is really what I've seen, like give me momentum into healing certain things and to kind of changing my perspective on certain things. And I'm kind of, I'm guessing that's kind of how it's been for you, but it's interesting that you say that you actually do use LSD while you use your mace or something like that. So you actually are directly doing both at the same time. Yeah, it's been a really interesting approach and I've been super grateful for it. The last year and a half in particular, I've gone down this route of movement that some would call the flow arts. And so it can be similar to dance. There's a lot of self-expression. You know, we're using tools, in my case, the kettlebell and the mace to do these longer flows or combinations of movement. And what happens is there's a lot of slowing down and tuning into the body that needs to happen. And there's a lot of correlation that I can also get into between flow state and what people are studying currently about flow state and how to enter flow state. What is flow state? And what I found with the LSD in particular to actually catalyze that state of being in flow where you have this effortless connection to your body and the tasks that you're doing. Yeah. Yeah. The LSD has been a, it's opened a lot of doors in learning and moving. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I'd love for you to explain flow state to people. I think we kind of hear that very often now, or maybe it's just often in the biohacking healthy world. And you can kind of assume what you mean by that, like what people mean when they say that, but how would you personally define it? Mm. Yeah. You know, it is a very interesting question because I base my offerings around offering the state of flow when I'm coaching. And there are so many ways to define it. I think all the way to this Taoist flow approach to life, you know, living the Tao, all the way to the everyday actions and everyday thoughts and flow of the day. And so it's such a big category. But the way and definition that I've most enjoyed and resonate with is a really simple one. It's actually from a guy named Stephen Codler. And he said, flow is simply an optimized state of consciousness where we feel our best and we perform our best. And so he offers also this acronym, the flow, that I resonate a lot with. And the acronym is STIR, S-T-E-R, the S. I'd actually be very curious on your experience with this. Have you ever done macrodoses? If anyone's ever done macrodoses of psychedelics, this definition or explanation of flow really resonates, as you'll see. So the S in STIR stands for selflessness. And so in this flow state, you lose this sense of self, this egoic part of you that can be rigid in thought, in beliefs, in narratives running through your head. 
So that part, also called the default mode network, which we know in the psychedelic world, quiets down as we take these products. And so there's a sense of selflessness. There's a sense of timelessness. So time dilates, and that's a fancy way of saying it moves slow, it moves fast, it acts weirdly. You know, if we've ever been involved in a task or an activity and suddenly time flies or time slows down, the E stands for effortlessness. And so there's this sense of simply effortlessness and a sense of ease performing whatever task you have. It flows. Uh, flow state feels flowy. And then the R stands for richness. And so the whole experience is just more rich. There's information coming in, but it's all just happening in this effortless sense. And so that, from my understanding, I appreciate that definition and that acronym. And with the LSD and the mushrooms, actually, there's a lot of correlation. Sense of self quiets down in therapy, or when I've been using the mushrooms in particular in therapy, there is more space in the mind to perhaps look at your belief systems, the narratives that you have from a bird's eye view of non-judgment. Uh, there's more awareness in that sphere. And then there's also more space to inject or create new beliefs. Yeah, I have definitely experienced everything that you said and in different ways. Like I think the LSD is definitely something that makes everything feel effortlessness. Like it, it really does. And it's really hard to explain to people unless they've tried it. Of course, like I've, so I've only microdosed with LSD at this point. I haven't done anything more than like, let's say, you know, 0.25 mils of the flow product from microcybin. And even when I do that, there's this ease that comes with whatever I've like set forth for me to do that morning. Like the tasks are just like accomplished so much faster, so much easier. There's less like lag time in between things. There's more time for focus. Like I, I'm less distracted and it's really nice because honestly you get so much done that like by the time it's the afternoon, like I always take it in the morning. So by the time it's the afternoon, you know, it kind of starts to wear out a little bit and you're kind of like, Oh, I've done everything I've needed to do for the day. You know, let me go and have some of my day back, right? Instead of just sitting at the computer for eight hours straight or whatever it is. So I definitely see that with the with the LSD for sure. Mm, yeah, I love what you said. First off, there was there's an intentional piece that you mentioned. You know, when you know your tasks and then you take the product, you're able to go do them. And I think that is an important when looking at these medicines is we meet them halfway. And so it's not sold as a magic pill where you take this and your life is going to be all the better. I believe that these medicines were designed and consumed to be met halfway where we provide the intention, let's say, the direction for the flow of, you know, we don't quite even understand it, what these products offer, but this flow of inspiration, energy, awareness from these products. And it's an important practice, as Jason mentions, you need to build a bridge with these medicines and build a relationship with them. And then when you do that, you can really utilize them intentionally. Yeah, I think what you said is so accurate, especially for like psilocybin and, and things that really help you reflect on yourself and kind of help remove the ego like we talked about. You really do have to meet plant medicine halfway because say it changes your perspective on something. Okay. So now you see something new, something different, but like, what are you actually going to do about it? How are you actually going to take that new perspective, that new revelation and let it cascade into your life and trickle down and change your life for the better, right? Like 
it's not this magic pill that suddenly makes your life better, but it's almost like it shows you how to get there, but you still have to do the work. Like you still have to put in the time and the effort and the actions every day to now like reflect this new state of being and state of perspective that you're coming from. Mm, yeah. I couldn't agree more with that. There's an integrative component that is, that is very important. I love that. You mentioned earlier, you know, as you're going through tasks, let's say you take the LSD flow and you're going through your day and you're going through these tasks. There's a word that I've actually been very into that I learned yesterday called autotelic. And autotelic state is a state where you are performing the task simply for the enjoyment of doing that task. There's no, this is actually also something I heard Jason say in the last podcast. There's no endedness. You're not doing a task necessarily as a means to an end. It's a state in which there's a drive to perform a set of actions simply for the enjoyment of doing them. And this is something I find really interesting about the LSD is I get immersed in the process of whatever it is that I'm doing. And so again, outside of this egoic mind where there's expectations, there's these goals, you're trying to get somewhere other than where you are. My experience with the LSD flow has been, I'm just doing the thing and I'm immersed in if that's learning. Um, in my context, um, exploring a lot of new movements. I would call myself a pioneer and explore an artist. And so much of my bliss comes from this exploration, this continuous learning. And LSD can drop me into a zone where I'm just perfectly content with what I am doing. And so it's a means to an end in itself. I think that's where life is also so rich, is in the process. Because um, that's where we are. And that is the present moment. Yeah, I really agree with, with everything that you said. So what is your current protocol then? Like what, what products are you taking right now? How often, how much, et cetera? Mm-hmm. And so at this point, because I've been doing them for about a year and a half, I haven't been taking them consistently. I more try and be in tune with my body and feel when, which product wants to be taken. And I say it's taken me a while to build that relationship to get to know how LSD feels in my system, how the mushrooms interact with my system. And so it is spontaneous. Um, with the mushrooms, let's say in a week, if I do have a session of my therapist, I'll take them. I usually take one in the morning. And if I do do these products, they are first thing in the morning because I don't have food I'm digesting. There's no mixed signals with whatever I've consumed. I can just feel the product come on. I can build that bridge again. I can just tune in and see how it's interacted with my system and then be intentional and directed into my day. And the LSD, right now, I've been enjoying uh, taking it about once a week. And that's usually on a Monday, like this morning, actually. And I find for the flow of starting my week, for planning, for everything that happens at the beginning of the week, I've been really enjoying taking the LSD. And other than that, mushrooms occasionally, but I wouldn't give you, or I couldn't give you a set pattern a week. Yeah, I'm actually very, very similar. Like I, I do think there is a lot of healing that can come from a protocol. And I've talked to Jason about this. And Jason is, you for everyone listening was previously on my podcast and he's also like from microcybin the company that we currently get our mushrooms and lsd from and there is a lot of healing i think that can come from something that's you know for a few months monday wednesday friday you're kind of taking this dosage because you're kind of wanting to see these effects but i also 
really do agree with the flow of it. And I know that's kind of like the word that we're using, but if I wake up and I'm like, oh, I actually want to be very creative today and I I don't have any meetings and I have this like space and time where I could actually really step into a different way of being and still be very effective and kind of get new ideas and stuff, like then I will definitely take psilocybin, but it's not every day and, and it really has to feel like something I want to do and like the right choice, you know, like, I don't know, like some supplements, I mean, it's so different, I guess we're talking about like hallucinogens and and that type of thing, but some supplements, you just like, you have to take them every day and you're kind of forced and it kind of just like the energy around it is very different, you know? Yes. Right. Right. Yeah. At the end of the day, um, anything can be addictive and relied upon And I've been through that. I've actually been through that with the microdosing. There was a time probably about a year ago where I just wanted a little bit of a hit of something different, a little bit of, you know, I wanted, I was getting off on the creativity that the mushrooms were giving me. And, and then it stops working as much. And so I think I was taking them too much and I learned from that. And so at the end of the day, I do believe in building a relationship with the mushrooms, with the LSD. And protocols are great, especially off the bat when you're first getting into the mushrooms or any microdosing. The protocols are there for a reason and they're, they help build a foundation of building awareness and, again, that relationship to the medicine. Then after a while, you... After you've built that relationship, you just get to know what days are good, what weeks, when you need a little creative hit. Maybe in my case, when I'm intensely learning, I actually love to process information and make sense of it when I'm on the LSD flow. And so, yeah, there's a baseline, the protocols, and then eventually you know, use the medicines intentionally. Today, I want to share with you a quick bedside routine I'm using at the moment, which relates to a question I have for you. And listen carefully to the end of this because I may or may not have a special offer for you. If I asked you, what is the number one health problem people from all over the world are facing? Would you know what that is? If you get sleep, you'd be right. Honestly, the majority of people are lacking energy throughout the day. But lack of energy is a symptom of a bigger problem that is very difficult to gain control over, and that problem is sleep. Sleep can affect your mood, hormones, waking, and many other factors negatively impacting you. If you're finding yourself tossing and turning all night or waking up in the morning and still not feeling refreshed, your sleep could use some work. My little routine that I'm doing right now is a glass of water with two safe and natural magnesium breakthrough capsules 30 minutes before hitting the pillow. These are seven essential forms of magnesium included in this full spectrum serving help you relax, unwind, and turn off your active brain after a long stressful day so you can finally rest peacefully and wake up feeling refreshed, vibrant, and ready to go. Magnesium Breakthrough has become a household name over the last few years because of its reputation. Just recently, the company released their fourth upgraded formulation that works even better than before. So this is a simple, cost-effective solution I invite you to try if you haven't already. And for a limited time, BioOptimizers, the makers of this, are offering additional bonus gifts for the first thousand people who hop on this offer. They're including free bottles of their full line of digestive health products. These are the exact digestive health products that I use. So this includes the Mass Enzymes product, which is digestive enzymes, and the P3OM product, which is their patented probiotic, and their HCL product, which helps with heartburn and acid reflux. This means that you're getting free products to support your digestive system which gives you more energy because now your body isn't focused as much on digesting your food and it helps you absorb your nutrients even better from your food that you're eating. If you want to try this, you can do so by going to the website, 
breakthrough.com slash biohacking Brittany and enter my discount code biohacking Brittany at checkout. I will link to this in the show notes as well as on my website and Instagram. If you want to try this, I suggest it right away. If you're having any type of sleep trouble, whether that's tossing and turning all night, whether that's falling asleep, or you just need more support in your life right now in this area. Again, that's www.magbreakthrough.com slash biohackingbrittany and use my discount code biohackingbrittany at checkout. Yeah, I agree with that. I think it is intended to be sporadic at one point and not something that you reach for daily and not something that you rely on. And it's really easy though to kind of, I don't want to say it's easy to become addicted to it, but I think it's easy to associate addiction with it because it's like a drug quote unquote. Right. And so like anything that we demonize as a drug, we have this association that people get addicted to it, even though that might like not scientifically be true, like alcohol, obviously cannabis, like anything like that. And so when we're talking about mushrooms and we're talking about, you know, LSD, there's definitely that, like that connotation to it. But I first, I personally like have not found it addictive at all, but it's very different. It's very different for everybody. And, and yeah, like I could, I would hate to feel addicted to it because I think the energy around it would be so different. And also like how much healing can you come from, can come from something that like you're putting so much pressure on to like take every single day. Yeah. I appreciate that. appreciate how you said that. And, uh, has had a little laugh to myself. There was a study that was done on uh, rats. I'm not sure when this was, but basically they were trying to figure out if LSD was addictive. And so they had cocaine and then they had uh, the LSD and cocaine, you know, the rats came back and had that cocaine pretty much until they died. They took the LSD once and they never went back to that experience again. And so they took it once and they never um, they never went back to it. And it is interesting because there is this almost unspoken agreement when you take LSD or psilocybin that you are working with these medicines and they do bring stuff up to the surface sometimes especially with the mushrooms, I find sometimes I don't want to take them because I know some beliefs may surface, feelings may surface, and anything that I may be suppressing, there's the opportunity to that to be brought up to the surface. And so it's not always, there's no addictive quality in that per se, but I think it really does depend on the person the intent set setting intention all the rest of it yeah i think you're right i think it's different for everybody and i it's also different like how much trauma you've been through and like the life experience you're bringing to it because it might be easier for somebody who doesn't have ptsd to say like oh i'm not addicted to this thing but then somebody who's been through something very traumatic and like is really really struggling for years who maybe suddenly just gets relief for four hours for the first time is like, wow, okay, cool. I'm taking this every day because I haven't felt like this in 10 years. So you can't like, and I'm talking to myself as well with this, like you can't come at it with judgment if people are addicted to it, but it's more of like, it's such a beautiful healing substance, plant, whatever that, I really hope when people are trying it for the first time, they come into it with that perspective and not this like reliance perspective or like escapism, right? That's, that's it as well as we love to kind of run from our life and like run from our problems. And especially if you macrodose and you, you start hallucinating and you kind of go on a trip, right? You're again, escaping from like the world that you're currently dealing with and that that in itself can definitely be addictive. Like escapism in general is addictive, whether it's like Netflix or mushrooms, you know? Yeah, I agree with that. So many things can be put into this category of escapism. And again, that initial intention and why someone feels drawn 
is so important. But I also believe compared to what else is out there, let's say for trauma, uh, for things like depression, anxiety, uh, we have the whole, all of the pills, all of the things that don't actually get at the root cause, but help the surface level. And I believe with the mushrooms, there's a lot of really cool studies and research coming out. And what a, what a cool time to be alive where we have these products reemerging. It's real potential medicine for depression, for anxiety, for PTSD. And the research does look really good. And uh, fascinating time. Would you say that, I mean, obviously we don't have to get into like all of your personal healing things that you've been through, but now that like you're, you know, a year and a half in, would you say like the healing like is still as strong as it was in the beginning or is it kind of like tapered off because you've done a lot of the heavy lifting now at this point? Mm, yeah, that's a good question. The healing. I think about that word on a lot of different levels as well. I would say that when I first started taking, when I first started microdosing, the intention wasn't on healing. It was on this altered state of consciousness. And it was wanting to explore unordinary states of consciousness, something more, dive into my movement practice a little bit more. But only the last four months where I have met up with this amazing therapist and we've been going deep and I've also been on my own journey of doing the work, meeting my inner child, really looking at the narratives and beliefs in my head and seeing what I want to let go of, what I want to keep true power of microdosing has been really highlighted in my mind. And I would say it's very potent right now. I think the last four months, the mushrooms in particular has given me this magnified sense of being able to tune into my body and rebuild my relationship to my body. Because we all have parts of us could be from trauma that we neglect or we don't want to look at or you don't want to get in tune with. And I found with microdosing, everything quiets down a little bit. And I'm able to interact with parts of myself with more ease and flip on the lights and areas of my body that I haven't looked at and go in there. And so it's been a very potent ally to be able to reconnect with myself. This mind-body connection is something that's I think about almost most often when I think about microdosing, the ability to connect non-judgmentally as well. And that helps having a therapist there. And, and so right now, that's, that's where I'm at right now. And I'm only now really getting a really beautiful sense of the healing ability of these products. Are you concerned about aging on a cellular level? Did you know that over time aging occurs due to decreased cellular quality and that each time a cell divides, cellular quality and health is reduced due to shortening telomere length? Over time, low quality and unhealthy cells should be destroyed and recycled by the body. However, the modern diet prevents this activity, known as autophagy, from occurring at a sufficient rate. This combination leads to the process of aging and the prevalence of chronic disease as we age. Luckily, we can use herbal extracts to support aging and longevity on a cellular level. These are a couple of my favorite. So I love using spermidine, which has been studied for years due to its amazing effects on increasing lifespan. Research has concluded that the life-extending effects of spermidine come from its ability to increase autophagy, which is the natural process of recycling damaged and unhealthy cells in the body. This also includes glycoastragonal, which is an exciting new herbal extract that lengthens telomeres. It literally reverses the effects of cellular division to protect against further damage and cellular aging. Youthavar by Valhalla Vitality provides these two powerful herbal compounds, 
spermidine, and glycoastragonal to combat and reverse the aging process. Youthavar was formulated with synergy in mind. The synergistic effect of increasing telomere length and autophagy simultaneously has previously been untapped. Valhalla Vitality also has a powerful NMN supplement called Niavar, as well as a fantastic nootropic called Hypovar, which is made from THCV. This is a minor cannabinoid that helps with mood, energy, focus, mental clarity, and reduces appetite. And this is actually the supplement I take every single time I fast because it helps me focus and helps with weight management by reducing my appetite when I'm fasting. You can find all of these products on my website and also linked in the show notes. And make sure to use my discount code BIOHACKINGBRITTANY in all capitals for a discount at checkout. Yeah, I agree with that. I think the healing is occurs so much faster when you have a therapist. Like you need some sort of like outlet to process things that kind of come up and different perspectives and different ways of thinking about things. And I guess it doesn't have to be a therapist for everybody. Like it could be journaling. It could be maybe just talking to a friend or a spouse or meditating or something like that. But there is something very profound about starting to understand things differently and then vocalizing that and then getting feedback and then being like, oh, okay, like this is what I do with this information now. And this is how I move forward. And for myself, like that's easily what has happened with, you know, combining therapy with microdosing is like that, you know, looking at the problem from two different perspectives and healing very intently with it. And for anybody listening, like that is what I would recommend for sure is like, if there's something that's kind of been chipping away at you and that you're looking to get new perspectives on and kind of work past like the microdosing in conjunction with the therapy is like a beautiful combination for that. Yeah. It's potent. It's a really potent combination. And yeah, even on the more micro scale of everyday things you can do, I found, you know, if I take this word healing and I look at my day and I look at a day where I microdose, simple things like meditation can be so healing sitting with myself still and having that interaction with microdosing i find opens up that channel and that communication between the mind and the body one of my first experiences when i do microdose and i feel it come on is my breath i'm like oh yeah right i can breathe I can breathe. I can pay attention to my breath and journaling. Yeah. Beautiful. Different ways of expressing yourself again with this default mode network or this egoic part of the mind quieting down. We get to interact with a more authentic, in my experience, part of ourselves that is the body. And when we can get in touch with the body more, starts to speak to us. I also believe that the mushrooms, the whole mycelium network, it has a spirit of its own. And the vast network and information of the mycelium network works through these products, works through the mushrooms. And so tuning into that and yeah, somatic, one thing I've been very interested in recently that's helped me out a lot is somatic scans. Similar to Yoga Nidra, the listeners have heard of this, but it's a very simple practice of tuning in and just giving your attention to different parts of your body, your thumb, your fingers, your throat, your chest, your toes, and you just do a somatic scan of the body. And I think sometimes we forget, I forget sometimes that we live in these bodies, but when is the last time you just went to check, check up on how everything was doing? And so I find microdosing helps highlight and magnify that ability to pay attention to these different nuances of feeling and sensation. Yeah, I like that a lot. Where do you think the future of plant medicine is going in terms of your use or like legally in Canada and the States? Like, what do you, what do you think is coming down the road? 
Mm. Yeah, it's an interesting question. I think the world and people need these medicines in a sense that they are autonomous medicines. It's not, again, some magic pill that is bought from someone else. I think this has a very unique potential for us to shift how we see medicine and bring back this autonomous reminder that we really can heal ourselves in so many ways. And so as to what the future looks like, you know, I'm unsure myself right now, but I hope and I have faith that these medicines will continue to prosper as more people tune in and they become more available to, which is looking pretty good right now in Canada. And there's a lot of therapists who are getting very excited about the integration and being able to integrate psychedelics into therapy, which I think is, a, again, a potent combination, as we've talked about. And, you know, I think there's a lot of potential. We haven't touched on it too much, but in the athletic space, movement space, personal training space, and this mind-body connection that can get magnified is incredible for dropping into this flow state, which any soccer player, basketball player, surfer will tell you about. There's a flow state where things just happen and they feel amazing and they're in the zone. And in my experience using them both in soccer as a soccer player and my own movement endeavors, there's a lot of opportunity to combine both of them. Yeah, that's really cool. I, I really like that. I am someone who's into fitness, let's say, but I'm definitely wouldn't consider myself, you know, an athlete in that type of like team sport way. But I think it's interesting that we can look at like things like the flow product, like LSD for sports. Like what a weird, like not weird, but like, I just like my, I just don't think about stuff like that, but as obviously for someone like yourself, like that's so front of mind and that could just be so helpful for so many people, like you said, which would be really amazing to see on top of all of the other uses that we have for it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, hundred percent. And for the, for the athletes out there or movement practitioners who are listening, a quick snippet of my experience using the LSD in particular there is this mind-body connection that can be amplified. And what I find when I'm learning something new and I'm refining a skill, when I'm tapping into the body to create art, if that's a dance, sometimes I see myself as a dancer or an artist or someone who expresses themselves through movement. What I find happening is my mind quiets down and I'm able to connect with this inherent wisdom of the body that knows how to move. And what I, where my attention is, is on these nuanced feelings and sensations of whatever it is I'm doing. And so I'm involved in a, you could call it a subcategory of functional movement kettlebells. So kettlebells have been around for a while. Within this kettlebell realm, I have been exploring a space called kettlebell juggling. And it sounds exactly as it seems where I'm using this kettlebell and I'm literally flipping it around my head. And it's, it's a fascinating endeavor, but it takes a lot of tuning in because there's a risk to it. And there is a lot of nuance in the intensity, the force of which you're flipping these bells to catch them in certain areas and positions, and my ability to tap into the body and tap into this flow state is magnified quite a bit when on the LSD flow. And that goes for playing soccer as well. There's less narrative, less thinking, and more just immersion into process of whatever it is that you were doing, which adds for a very unique and rich experience as well. Yeah. 
I love that. I think that's so cool. I can totally see as obviously someone who's done LSD, I can totally see how that would work and that would connect the mind and body like you talked about in such a cool, fresh way. And also just so motivating for you to get out there and do it more often because it would just feel so much more personable and like personal and yeah, like you would just be so connected like that. It's just this thing that you go and do and it has more meaning to it than just, Hey, I'm doing this thing to move my body or workout type of idea, which I really love as well. Yeah. Yeah. Why not enjoy being in these bodies? You know, <laughs> I love the word movement fitness. I love the word fitness too, but there's this pain, no pain, no gain attitude towards a lot of fitness and in a lot of people's minds, it trips them up. And like they equate fitness or working out to there's going to be pain. You got to suffer to get results, to be healthy. But when you take a step back and you just realize how amazing these bodies are, how amazing our capacity to move is, you can really find some type of movement that you enjoy, be that skating or what you used to do as a kid. For me, that's brought me into using the tools that I use and enjoying movement as I have through the disciplines I've done. And when you start to see fitness as something you could actually really enjoy and have fun with and get immersed in, if you're looking for results, the results will come, but you'll be in this more autotelic state this process-oriented state that you are actually enjoying. And you'll be moving, working out, doing fitness, and enjoying it. And I think these products, LSD in particular, just helps you remember that and helps you connect to your body and create meaning, as you say, with everything that you're doing. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, I really like that a lot. So if people want to connect with you or work with you, how can they, how can they do that? Mm -hmm. And so currently I'm working on a website and so there's a new website that'll be up soon, but right now Instagram is where I'm laying low and that's where I'm producing most of my contact and offering the mentorships that I'm doing with the kettlebell and the mace. And so on Instagram, that's simply sean.pierce. And that's where the majority of all my content is right now. Great. Yeah. I will definitely connect that for everybody listening so that they can find you easily and ask you any of the questions that they might have. Cause I'm sure people have questions and our journeys are so different that it's helpful kind of to like talk to somebody else about it as well. I agree. I agree. So many avenues of using these medicines. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to come on. This is great. And I hope I'm sure all of the listeners definitely got a lot out of it. I appreciate it. Thank you, Brittany. And thank you for listening, everyone. Thanks for listening to another episode of biohacking with Brittany. If you're interested in finding the show notes or the sponsors for this episode, you can do so on my website, which is biohackingbrittany.com. Remember to follow me on Instagram where I'm most active. My handle is at biohackingbrittany. And if you're interested in working together and you want to email me directly, you can do that. My email is info at biohackingbrittany.com. And I look forward to hearing from you and having you tune in next week.